Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. It is your host of the channel, Alex Adams, and today I am feeling a little bit low energy um, for the simple reason that it is the first day of my period. So just getting that out there, wanting you guys to know how I feel and to give you a little context to how I'm set up, I'm sitting on my bed comfortably with a pillow on my lap and the mic propped up on the pillow and uh, my cat is staring at me because all this equipment is probably a little bit alarming for him. I don't think he's ever seen me in this getup before, and I recorded a clip like two seconds before this where he was sniffing into the microphone, Um, but I accidentally stopped it, so unfortunately, that's not going to be in this uh, podcast, but it was really cute. You could like hear the sniffing noises, and... Yeah, now he's just grooming himself at the end of the bed, staring into my eyes, probably wants me to pet him right now. Oh, now he's getting closer to me. Milo, what are you doing? I wish you guys could see this right now. It would be so funny if I could record this podcast and it would just be like me sitting on my bed. (gasps) You know what? It's not a terrible idea. The bed podcast. It's just me casually sitting on my bed in my PJs recording episodes with my cat on the bed. Hmm. Okay, might be a concept I'll have to think about. I low-key have to take a picture of him right now because that's how cute he looks. He's so precious just staring at me. Maybe I'll add this onto the podcast Instagram (laughs) if you guys want to see it. At Between You and Me Podcast. Um, If you ever want some insight to when the episodes come out, questions when I ask them for episodes, when I need your guys' input, little inspirational quotes, snippets of the episodes, things like that. It's a great Instagram account that I am actually working very hard on and it's something interesting to note is that you know when you have a personal Instagram account you really don't have to think about these types of things you don't have to worry about like I mean I guess kind of when you do like social media and like create content but it's much more authentic in a way not saying that the Instagram for my podcast isn't authentic but it's much it comes more naturally right because you're just posting pictures of yourself of your life but when you're posting things of a brand quote-unquote like the podcast itself it's such a different world and I do this all on my own guys I don't really like I do have people that have helped me with like the graphics of the podcast but everything else I do on my own like every picture that's on there every I mean I think it's probably pretty easy to tell it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't look that profesh it doesn't look that professional but yeah basically what I'm trying to say is I do it all on my own and I'm figuring out how to kind of like Can you guys hear my cat? He's purring now. Let me see if I can capture this. Hold on. Is that ASMR? (laughs) There's times. Okay, we're starting this off with very random subjects, but I need to say this. There's times where my cat 
is in such a crazy like loving mood like his attitude if you guys have ever met my cat or seen him in videos he's not a very nice cat like he has a straight up attitude and he kind of reminds me of myself even though I'm a nice person I I just have a pretty wild attitude at times and he's so picky with like how he chooses to express himself and when he chooses to express himself so every time in the morning when I wake up like right now it's like a couple hours after I woke up but it's still like quote-unquote morning-ish and when I'm up he like he realizes I'm awake and then he comes into my room spends the whole day inside my room regardless if I'm home or not he chooses this place to be his like daytime nap spot. But if I am home, he'll turn into like the biggest squishiest marshmallow boy. Like he is so in love. Like right now he's making biscuits on the bed staring into my eyes. But like I can't even pet him because mommy's working. Mommy's working right now. You don't understand it. You have no idea what's going on. You're just having a good time over there. Oh, he's licking my leg. Okay. Anyway, that's my love for you. Um, he's super interesting, like a very bitchy cat, like hates my other cat. All they do is coexist. Whenever she comes near him, he literally fights her. Um, but he's very picky with who he expresses his love to. And for the most part, it's only me, guys. And that's why I love him so much. Because he's emotionally unavailable except for me. <laughs> hmm. Maybe that says something about me. Anyways, so I want to give you guys a little update of what I've been up to. Um, I feel like I want to like slow this episode down, make it a little bit more casual, make it kind of like we're on FaceTime with each other. But then obviously we're going to get into the actual subject of the episode itself, which is the title, which is romanticizing your life or how to romanticize your life, something along those lines. But I do want to kind of catch you guys up a little bit because my recent episodes have been more subject related and I haven't really talked too much about you know what I've been up to so it's the beginning of September or technically not holy shit this month has gone by really quickly it is September 15th today the day I'm recording this um and time has been moving so insanely quick like I feel like this summer has flown by but at the same time when I think about the beginning of the summer was when I went to California and that feels like a while ago that was the start of my summer and so many things have changed throughout this summer. Like, I feel like I've been through a really interesting transformative period, but internally. Like, my mindset on things have changed a lot. I've met a lot of new people. I have, like, new important people in my life. And it feels like my... You know that TikTok that's, like, talks about how you wake up one day and realize you're in a different season of your life? Like you have a new cast, new plot, new side characters, new blah, blah, blah. It feels like that recently because when I reflect and think about the past six months or even a year ago in my life, I feel like everything is so different, especially, I mean, I still have a lot of the same people that are in my life because like my core group of friends is still the same but I've met a lot of new people over the past year and they've become very important in my life and very like main characters in my life and it's just super interesting that like so many things have changed and along with that so has my mentality because I've met new people and I you know they've helped me learn things and changed my perspective on different 
different outlooks on life and I feel like I've been able to kind of like slowly am turning a new leaf in terms of my mentality and I know that you guys well I don't know if you have but I posted an episode on the podcast um I think it was like two or three four episodes ago where I was talking about how my mindset was kind of really clustered and I was super overwhelmed with life and I wasn't really enjoying myself on YouTube anymore and I I don't know if you guys have really noticed but it's been like very slow burning on YouTube I haven't really posted because I'm kind of trying to get a grasp on the direction that I'm going here on social media because it's so broad it's really like there's so many things you can do on social media and I kind of want to make sure that I'm doing it for me and not for anyone else Like I'm doing things that I enjoy because at the end of the day, this is actually something that one of my friends told me. When you're choosing a career like social media, that's like very self-driven and it's technically a quote unquote entrepreneurial job. The whole point of it is that you do what you like. Otherwise, if you're doing a job like this and you're not enjoying it and you're doing it for somebody else or you're doing it to, let's say, create fame or virality or whatever it might be, then you're it's no different than a nine to five because you're not doing it for yourself you know things like that learning things from other people and kind of getting new perspectives on things has really like allowed me to like I said slowly but surely like change over a new leaf and kind of feel a little bit more inspired motivated and change the way I think about the content that I want to make in the future and It's also making me like more excited for things and the future and what's to come because, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. None of us know what we're going to have in the future, but it's it feels good to feel like good things are coming because you have that positive mindset that they are and that you know that, you know, you you have the capacity, you have the ability to work for things that you're setting these goals and that you're going to achieve them one day, right? So that's kind of where my brain's at. Obviously, it's not like this all the time. I'm very up and down with my emotions. Also, because I'm on my period, I feel like um, I'm lacking a little bit of like energy and things like that. I'm actually drinking a matcha latte right now. Just made it for myself like 15 minutes ago because actually... This is not one of the reasons, but I just realized right now it's not really that good to have caffeine when you're on your period, but regardless, I have caffeine every single day. I just ran out, so I only had matcha. Even though there's caffeine in there, it's not as much. It's much better for you. Another thing that's contributing to my low energy, I don't know if it really is that much. Probably it is, actually, is that I went to Rolling Loud this past weekend. If you don't know what Rolling Loud is, it is the biggest, like, hip-hop festival I think hip-hop it's the biggest like rap festival I think I think it's technically rap it's a bunch of like rap artists a little bit of like afro beats too and like some other genres of artists that come to one city and I think Rolling Loud has been in like multiple different cities this year but I think don't quote me on this one I think it's the first time it's been to Toronto so The tickets came out like months ago and honestly, I didn't even know what the fuck Rolling Loud was. Just my friends literally texted the group chat and were like, buy your tickets. And me being a victim of FOMO, didn't even question it. I just bought the ticket. So when Rolling Loud came along, 
I was not prepared at all for it. I didn't know what to expect. I've actually never been to a festival in my life because I've just never like had the want or need to or have been asked by other people to go to one. So didn't know what I was walking into. Didn't know what to expect. Had no idea what to wear also. That was a bit of a stressful experience for me, figuring out what to wear. But it ended up working out fine. I really wore like the most basic, like casual, comfy outfits. I had a really interesting experience because day one and three, it's a three-day festival. Day one and three were super fun. I really enjoyed them, the artists and everything. Day two was absolutely chaotic and so tiring. And I realized that I'm a person with very, very little patience. But I ended up growing some patience that that weekend. I think it was good for me because I learned the concept of patience and just, you know, enjoying the moment because I'm not good at waiting for things. I'm really not. So day one, I got there. We got there late every single day because it's downtown Toronto. I don't live in downtown Toronto, so I had to commute. We drove down and it was just, you know, tiring. But anyways, get down there. Um, I see a boogie great performance i see dave and some other artists that day but those were like my most favorite and more better ones dave was such a good performance he's so talented like first of all okay this might be so fucking boring for you guys if you don't know who these artists are my apologies dave is on top boy so i've already known that he's you know a double double trouble can act can rap but he also can play the electric guitar like a god godsend and hopped on the piano. Like, you know, this guy has a background of like music. Like he's very, very good. And he brought his mom onto stage at the end. It was just a very like emotional performance. And it made me really miss live performances because it's obviously been so long since people in general have been able to go to concerts, you know, COVID time, all of that. But for me, The last concert I went to was like 2016 and it was Justin Bieber. (laughs) So like I haven't, I think the only concert I've been to in my life is Justin Bieber, honestly. Actually, I went, I saw Bruno Mars when I was like 14, but yeah, I had, I've been to three Justin Bieber concerts and those were like, that's the only live performance I've seen other than like small ones with like artists that I'm not too familiar with, but So seeing people live again was such a thrilling, amazing experience. It was really fun. Second day, everybody thought Drake was going to come. He never came. Spoiler alert. I think we all know that by now. But um, Future was there. He was an hour late. I was waiting in line body to body, like some sticky ass bodies like shoved up against me because I was like trying, like me and my friends were trying to get as close as possible to the stage. Why? Because we thought Drake was going to be there. You know, Future's great. I just don't care about him as much as I would if Drake was there too. So I was very clogged up (laughs) in a pack of people and not really enjoying that experience because from the second I got there, we saw like Roddy Rich, I think. I don't really listen to him, but he was right before Future. There was someone before Roddy Rich. I can't remember. Oh, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez was good, but he wasn't on for that long. But you know, honestly, that day was really lackluster. Like I didn't really love any of the artists that were on that day, just there for the experience. And the experience was a little poor because all the artists were late. It was too hot. It was too sticky. People were too close to me. People were shoving, pushing. Um, 
you know, yelling, booing at the stage because Future was so late. Third day, guys, it gets better. Best day out of the whole entire experience because, you know, the reason I bought my ticket was to see Wizkid. Wizkid was the best performer of that whole entire weekend. The crowd was so much better. Like, respectfully, the people that listen to rap are like, there's such a plethora of different types of people, and some of them are very obnoxious and they jump around and make mosh pits and are annoying. And I'm not a fan of that. I want to vibe, I want to enjoy, I want to like submerge myself into the music and like have a good time. They just want to bounce around and be sweaty and hot and disgusting and stinky. So the previous days, when artists like Roddy Rich, Future, Tory Lanez were out, even Nav, we saw Nav, um, it wasn't a good crowd. But then when Wizkid came, it was the last performance of the last day. We got so close to the front because performing right before Wizkid was Nav. And all of the people that listened to Nav were such a different group than the people that listened to Wizkid. So when those people left, there was so much space for us to go right up to the front. Wizkid was right on time, perfectly on time, as I thought he would be. Respectful man. He got there perfectly on time. His performance was 10 out of 10 chef's kiss. I enjoyed it so much. I was dancing my little heart out. I had the most amazing time. It capped off my weekend amazingly, and it made me almost forget about the treachery that I was in the night before, waiting for future for like over an hour. And like, I was this close to like leaving because I thought he just wasn't going to come. But anyways, that was my weekend. And I think that because of the exhaustion of my weekend and how tiring it was, it has contributed to the way that I feel over these past couple of days um, where I've just kind of been slow. <laughs> like I've kind of just been like not moving, um, kind of rotting. I actually deleted TikTok a couple of days ago because I realized that I've been sitting on my bed for too long. And I, I've, I've realized this insane thing about myself. It's kind of disturbing. Every time I'm on my phone and like I'm texting somebody or I'm doing something that like I, I need to do, right? Answering an email, texting somebody back, you know, posting something on Instagram that I need to post. My muscles in my fingers immediately without thought will exit whatever I'm doing and hit the TikTok app and scroll through. No thoughts go through my mind when I do that. Like I literally just... Every single time I'm on my phone will end up on TikTok without a doubt. And it got to the point where like I was exiting TikTok, going to something else, not even spending two seconds on it and just going right back to TikTok. And as much as TikTok can be fun and good and like I get inspiration there for my own content or it gives me ideas to do things or, you know, whatever it might be, it is the most draining app because you don't even realize time passing and you waste so much time on that app that it got to the point where I have like 200 drafts on there and I didn't even care to lose them because I'm like, I need to delete this app. I'm wasting so much of like productive, productive time that I could be actually doing things for myself and I'm scrolling on TikTok for what? Like it's not productive. Unless I'm like literally researching something on TikTok, which that would kind of be the worst place to do research. But there's just like no good reason for me to be spending the amount of time that I'm spending on there. 
So I did delete it. Um, and then I woke up this morning and re-downloaded it. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to delete it again. Don't worry. I'm going to keep into that cycle of deleting it. And, you know, I need to download it again because I need to post on there. But like, it is what it is. You know, I just need to get out of that habit because it honestly scared me. It's the fact that I like literally didn't even think about it. And my muscles just brought me there without any thoughts going through my mind was like freaky. Creeped me out very much. Let's get into some important conversation. The subject that I really wanted to talk to you guys about today after I give you my life update and after I gave you some weird pieces of information about myself was the idea of romanticizing your life. Now it's interesting that I just talked about TikTok because this is something that I see on TikTok a lot and it's almost become a trend of sorts. And the way that I want to talk about it is very different to the way that I feel like it's become a trend on social media because a lot of people look at it in a way where it's like a game maybe or like something that is make-believe and you tell yourself like, oh, I'm, I'm the main character. I'm going to go buy myself flowers. I'm going to make myself a cute little coffee. I'm going to go to the coffee shop, whatever, you know. Now I'm romanticizing my life. I mean, even though these little aspects can help in this quote-unquote romanticizing your life idea, the way that I am thinking about it is more of a mindset, more of like a switch in your brain. And I feel like I talk about this a lot. Like a lot of things in your life have to do with your mindset and the way that you think about things. And the only way to start to see change in your life is to practice that mindset. So when I talk about romanticizing your life, more than anything, I'm talking about changing the way that you think about the really mundane and I guess you could say boring things about your life. Because no matter who... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are in the world, you're going to be going through the same basic life tasks that everybody else in the world has to go through, like going to get groceries, taking a shower, going on your commute to wherever you need to go every day, doing little tasks throughout your day, going to work, cooking for yourself. All of these things might not feel very exciting to you because you're so used to them and they happen every single day almost in the form of like a routine right and something with me is that I really feel like I get a little bit down about the idea of not really having anything exciting in my life like when I feel like I'm in such a consistent routine and then I'm kind of like doing the same things every day and not really finding any excitement in it, that's when I know that like my mindset kind of needs to be altered a little bit because life is 
always going to have these mundane aspects to it. And there's really nothing we can do about that unless you go and hire other people in your life to do these things for you. So you have more free time to like do random shit. But let's be realistic. It's not really going to work like that. I think that, you know, going to the grocery store and walking your dog and doing the dishes are things that you're probably going to have to do for the rest of your life. So instead of dreading them and instead of hating this idea of mundane tasks in your life, this is where the mindset switch might come in. And the goal in terms of romanticizing your life and romanticizing these little things is to kind of connect deeper with yourself and find joy in your day-to-day life and to not take things so seriously it's this overall idea of like self-improvement and realizing that you can find beauty in such little things throughout your life every single day and that's what's gonna like overall make you so much happier make you so much more grateful for the things that you have and more excited for life so when I keep saying this is a mindset switch it like little things that you do are gonna slowly over time shape you into a person that thinks differently. So I'm speaking from a perspective that I don't do these things and I want to. I want to improve the way that I look at the exterior world and the little things that I need to do throughout the day and not look at it as like such a drag or like something that's super annoying. Like, oh, I have to fucking do the dishes. I have to cook myself a meal. I have to like go and get the mail. I need to go drop off a package. I need to go to the mall and buy this because I need it for this. Like they all seem like such a drag during your day because maybe you have to do them by yourself or you have nobody to do them with to keep you company or like to give you entertainment or there's just nothing exciting about it. But if you change the way that you think and you look at things like, you know what? I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I can go today and go to the mall to buy a dress that I need for this weekend. Why? Because I have money and I have a I have a form of transportation to get there. I have something fun coming up for me this weekend. I'm lucky that I get to do this. Let's look at it in a better perspective. Let's look at it with a bigger, you know, happier mindset because when you do that, things will start to shift in your brain and things will start to feel happier and feel more exciting. When you're actively living in the moment and you're looking for these little pieces of happiness and these little pieces of joy that can be so simple you know like it can be so easy to search for these little things it might be like no I can't see anything that looks positive today but if you're actually intentionally looking for it I promise you you can find something so so small and slight and simple that will make you happy or give you a little glimmer of joy If you are looking for it, I promise you. I'm going to get into like different ways that you can like try and do this. But for me, I actually had a moment, I think like a couple weeks ago, where I had this like main character moment, right? Very much romanticized my day. Because during the day, I think I was really stressed out about something. I can't remember exactly what it was. See, that's that's such a good point too there. Like I was so stressed out. I remember that and I have no fucking idea what it was for. But I was stressed about something. It was probably had to do with YouTube, to be honest. But I just didn't know what to do with my day to make me feel better. So I packed a bag. I took a book. I took my journal. Um, 
I brought some snacks, brought my AirPods, and then I took a blanket from my house. And then I drove over to a park that actually was at the house that I used to live at because that was the park that I used to go to all the time because I would just walk out of my backyard and get there. But I drove back over there, laid out the blanket in the park, um, took out all the things that I brought. I started journaling, which I felt was like so good for my brain in that moment because I was stressed out and I needed to get it all out on paper because sometimes speaking it to somebody or you know, letting it sit in your head and try to mentally process it just doesn't work. So writing it down on paper helped me a lot. And then after I did that, I kind of just like sat there and like really absorbed the place that I was at, the people that were around me. I saw a girl running around with her dog and the dog looked so happy. Like he was in a fresh field of grass, like enjoying himself so, so much. And it brought me so much joy. And this is what I mean about when you're looking for it, you'll see it. Because if I was in my mind, like not really focusing on the exterior world and the present moment that I was in, I would have been thinking about my stressors, right? And there's probably been so many moments where I'm walking through an area and I'm not looking at these little things that are happening and appreciating the smaller little joys. And I could have walked right past that girl and that dog and not appreciated that moment. You know what I mean? Because when I was looking at it, I saw so much love there. I saw so much love between that dog. He was so happy to be there. And that girl was just like running around with him playing fetch. Like it's so weird, but like there's so much joy in that. It's so beautiful to see that connection and that love. And like you have nothing to do with it, but being an observer. And then I saw like some students playing soccer and their coaches and like it reminded me of like childhood you know and when I used to go outside and play and spend time with my friends and it was like a little bit of like joy in my nostalgia and also just being in my old neighborhood too and remembering the times that I had in that park and like I used to go on walks there all the time throughout COVID when I had really bad anxiety And it made me really grateful almost to be in the position that I was in. Like my stressors were completely different. It didn't really have to do with what I was going through back then. And I could see, like visually see in my brain, like two different human beings that were there at the time, at two different times, you know, like the girl that was there a year previously going through the shit that she was going through, walking through that like path that was behind that park and like really struggling because like I was fucking struggling at that time and then the girl that was sitting down on the blanket writing her thoughts down and like figuring shit out and appreciating the moment and being like really present and that was also fucking beautiful for me to experience because I was like damn I've been through so many things just in the past year that have changed me and allowed me to grow and I saw beauty in that too and I wouldn't have seen any of that if I wasn't looking for it I wouldn't have experienced any of those emotions and felt like a fucking breath of fresh air after that like that little picnic experience I was probably only there for like an hour max was like you can tell like I I captured so many things from that moment already and simply just because I was living in the moment and appreciating those little things and sometimes 
you just need to go out and do these things and really, really, really be intentional about seeing what's around you and enjoying the moment because it's wild what it can do. We can live such fast-paced lives and be so busy and so overwhelmed and so, you know, hooked on the idea of like finding this happiness in other people or in experiences or in money or in our goals in reaching those goals. But we forget that it's just as simple as looking out of your window, looking outside, like observing other things, observing other people to get to gain perspective on where happiness really is. And it's in the moment, baby. That's my reasoning. Not my reasoning. That's my idea on how to romanticize your life. Because it's much more than just treating yourself, buying yourself a fucking cupcake. Being grateful and allowing yourself to live your life in the present moment is what I think the standing, the main pillars of romanticizing your life. Because when you do that, you feel the joy every single day because you're looking for it, like I said, 500 fucking times. And like I said, again, at the beginning, it will add up in a sense. It will, all these little things that you're aiming to do and to change that are so tiny when you think about it, will add up in a whole new mindset on life. Like, I personally think that a lot of things that we think about have a very negative outlook. Like, we 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 look at things negatively probably just because of the way this world is, the way that, you know, the media is set up and how we unfortunately have been trained to think. Um, but luckily, there are good sources out there. There are, are good people. There's other podcasts I listen to that have helped me think the way that I think right now, you know? Like, this doesn't just come from my own brain. Like, I have learned so much from other podcasts as well or just other people in general. So, you know, even through all the negativity that we hear in the media, there are good things out there. You just have to look for them too. And in that sense, like you're opening your brain and allowing it to shift into more of a positive attitude, into less of a lack mindset, the way that I was talking about it before, like, oh, I need to go and do this. Like, I hate that I have to go and do this task today or do these chores or, you know, whatever it might be. And looking at it as like, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I get to do this and I'm lucky that I have the opportunity to do this. Even even the fact that I had to do this podcast today, like it, it's work for me. But if I look at it as such a drag and like such a negative thing, then I have a shitty mentality going forward and I'm, I'm not going to be enjoying this. But I feel happy doing this and I feel happy talking about this. I feel very inspired and like this episode's going to be good <laughs> because, you know, that's the mindset that I have currently. So it's all about making these little changes that are in a sense investments in yourself for you to start to look at your present moment and your future in a more positive light. And it doesn't matter if your past, you weren't doing this or you have been through things that have made you think differently and made you have negative outlooks. Yes, it does matter actually, because it shapes you into who you are and obviously you're gonna have reasons for thinking the way that you think. 
but there's no harm in trying. There's no harm in trying to romanticize the little things in your life because you never know. You never know how it'll make you feel. You never know how it'll create a positive impact for you. I really recommend grabbing a fucking blanket and going out to a park if you have decent weather. If not, even just bundle up, go out there, go on a sunny day so you can soak in some vitamin D, bring a journal, bring some music to listen to so you can kind of like zone into your own mental space and enjoy yourself because it's so like liberating. I actually wanted to do it today too, but I need to get some work done. So I don't know if I'll be able to. And I also wanted to go to the gym. So I have multiple things that I need to do today. So I probably won't. But it's just so nice. And even if you don't want to do it alone, bring someone with you. Because even that is so nice too. Like I spent a day where I was stressed out. Okay, listen to this. Here's another story that actually had like a good good moment in it too. That was like very unintentional. I had a day where I was like in a little city that was a little further away from me, like close to the water. And I had to get home at a certain hour because I knew I had a bunch of work to do. This was before Rolling Loud. So I was like, okay, I need to get a bunch of shit done before I go. I'm going to be like completely swamped the whole entire weekend. I won't be able to touch a single ounce of work because I'm going to be at Rolling Loud the whole weekend. Um, so, so I was like, okay, I need, I needed my friend to drop me off at home. So like we were going to go get food. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Let's go sit by the water, eat our food and then go home. So we grabbed our stuff, we were like right by a beach, and then we walked up to a dock and then sat at the bench and started eating. And we ended up spending five hours there, like basically the whole time that the sun was out. And we're just talking for the whole entire time and appreciating like being there with each other and then all the other people that were around us even there was a seagull okay there was a seagull that was there and just the the feeling of having that (laughs) having that seagull there no I'm kidding it ended up being an inside joke because the seagull was with us the whole entire time wouldn't leave us alone we started feeding him little french fries I know it's actually not very good to feed birds that but he was just cute okay and I wanted to give him a reward for being there and he fought off every other seagull that was in the premises don't know if it was for us but it felt like it was for us and I took it. It was it's what I'm trying to say here. I feel like I'm getting kind of off topic in my own little stories, but what I'm trying to say is even when I was with another person, if they have the same mindset as you in that moment and they're like living very presently, you're going to be able to see that you can absorb the moment so much more. Like I was stressed out about what I had to do when I got home. And I ended up spending the whole day outside. I didn't end up doing shit. (laughs) I didn't end up doing an ounce of work, which was fine, though. Everything ended up working out. You know what I mean? Like I was pre-stressing something and being like, oh, I need to get so much done. I need to do this. I need to do that. But I ended up having such a good day. Spent the day in the sun next to the water. You know, I conversed with a couple people that were walking around in the dock I saw like an old couple swimming in the water that looked so sweet. And I'm like, wow, love really exists. You know, things like that. It just allows you to appreciate things so much more when you're living in the moment and you're outside. Sometimes in your home, you can't do that. Just just even walking outside down the street, going to a park near you, going to any area that feels a little bit unfamiliar 
and like seeing the people around you it can do so much for you and this is this is my understanding of romanticizing your life it's very different to the way that the media has turned it into a trend and it just feels like it's overall an investment into your happiness because you're practicing finding it every day so it's going to be so much easier to find happiness in the future i feel like thinking in this way will just allow you to shift so many things in your mind. For example, instead of feeling fearful, it'll allow you to feel more abundance in your life and you'll find more positivity around you. Instead of consistently thinking, oh, what can go wrong? You're going to start thinking, what can go right? What can go right today? And it allows for more inspiration. The way that I feel so much more inspirational after days like that I have so much more motivation. I feel brighter. I feel lighter. It's awesome. I recommend this for anyone who feels like they're kind of just stuck in this mundane routine. They don't feel like they're finding so much joy in their day to day. Or maybe they're just so absorbed in their everyday life that they don't feel like they even have time. It really doesn't take that much time. Yes, I spent five hours out there, but I could have spent one and still felt the same way. You know, I spent one hour at the park and I felt all of that. So With that being said, I want you guys to go out, try it out, see how it feels, practice little things throughout your day that will allow you to find little slivers of happiness wherever it might be. Just be present, be in the moment, look for them, look around you and absorb them, you know, because it will internalize into yourself and then you'll feel more of it every single day. All right, guys, I have a meeting in five minutes, so I need to head out. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It might have been a bit shorter than usual, but um, it was good. It felt good on my part, so I hope it feels good on your part, too. I love all of you guys. Um, Oh, shoot. You know what? I had different examples. Okay, I'm going to run through these examples quickly. I asked you guys for examples on how you romanticize your life. So let me read some of you guys your guys's answers so that we can get some maybe different examples that you guys can try out for yourself somebody said take time for myself by myself just take care of me and think about my life that's a good one of course just spending time by yourself in general is really productive in that way talking to my imaginary celebrity friends and taking advice from them (laughs) okay cool never thought about that one before read books, buy flowers, and hot girl walks, period. I like that. Um, If you're doing a hot girl walk and potentially listening to this podcast, share it with me at at between you and me podcast, please, so I can see. Um, Someone said, I am alone. I read, I study, I write. I love, 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 love that. Reading and writing are two of the best ways I feel like to spend time by yourself. Helps you really like settle into the moment too, for sure. Someone said, making my stuff matching in colors and having good coordinated stationery. That's awesome. You know, having a good area around you and like organizing your space, making it feel like yours and very organized, extremely good way to romanticize your life because it feels all very like it's like a movie scene. (laughs) Make up fake scenarios. (laughs) Okay. Being in quiet nature and observing the beauty or reading a book. Yes, I love that. I love, love, love that. That's kind of what I was explaining myself as well. Um, Music, simply music. I agree. I think that's 
10 out, like that's probably the number one way that you can romanticize stuff because music makes me feel so like deep in my soul and it can change my mood so quickly so if you're putting on like music that will really capture the emotions of life then it'll really do a lot for you okay that's all I got because I really have to go my meetings in one minute now um I hope you guys enjoy this episode I love you all so much and I will talk to you guys in my next one bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.